It's your boy, J.O. Hope everyone is having a blessed Sunday. And hope everyone enjoyed the last episode I dropped. This episode, we're talking straight NBA, straight playoffs, second round matchups, and the game seven between the Clippers and the Mavericks. For the most part, this playoffs has seen the stars shine. The playoffs is better when teams are at full strength. All of the second round matchups in the Eastern Conference are set. The number one seed, Philadelphia 76ers, will face off against the Atlanta Hawks. Only thing is, the 76ers may be without MVP candidate Joel Embiid. The 76ers are not totally doomed though. They got a champion in Dwight Howard to fill that void. Philly has a ton of above average shooters like Curry, Korkmaz, and Danny Green but they get a bunch of uncontested shots when Embiid kicks it out to them after receiving a double team. Putting up those shots with a hand in the face is much more difficult. The main reason I think the Hawks have a real shot at knocking off the 76ers is because Embiid might be out for the entire series. And if he is, they will need Ben Simmons to pick up the slack in the scoring department. In the first round, Scott Brooks had his squad perform the hack-a-shack on Simmons, and it proved to work as Simmons did not make consecutive makes from the free throw line. I believe if Nate McMillan goes that route in this series, his Hawks will definitely see success. Any player who consistently goes 0 for 2 or 1 for 2 from the line is going to lose confidence. Trey Young will have his work cut out for him because Simmons is a top defender in this league. I am not a believer in Tobias Harris. He is not a number one and has not been consistent in previous playoffs. I know in the first round against the Wizards, he was unstoppable, but the Wizards defense is atrocious, just like the Blazers. The Nets Bucks series, I see this as the best series this playoffs. This is by far the best supporting cast Giannis has had in his career. Giannis and KD will match up. And with Giannis having the advantage when it comes to athleticism, he is going to need to attack the rack. KD is not a five, so if you can get him into foul trouble, that is a win. If the Bucks struggle to score 100 points, they will easily lose this series because the Nets score in bunches. James Harden left game one in the first minute and the Nets still were able to put up 115 points and take down the Bucks. Harden injured the same groin from the regular season and who knows how long he will be out. If he is gone for the entire series, I see the Bucks winning this series. Although Blake Griffin has shown he can still dunk and hit the occasional three, I am not confident in him on the defensive end. Giannis and Chris Middleton are able to get the shots they want over him. In game one, Kyrie was able to get wherever he wanted. As Middleton guarded him most of the time, going forward, Budenholzer needs to have Drew Holiday on Kyrie. Even though Uncle Drew can cook anyone off the dribble, Holiday has the size and is more of a proven stopper than Middleton. If I was Budenholzer, 
I would use the size to my advantage. I'd play Bobby Portis Jr. as much as I can because he can also stretch the floor by hitting threes. Brooke Lopez and Giannis need to post up and beat up the Nets down low. Moving to the Western Conference second round matchups. So the defending champion Lakers have been ousted by the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker made play after play and was able to score 47 in the game clincher. Next for the Suns is the Nuggets. I honestly see the size of Denver being the difference. Other than DeAndre Ayton, the Nuggets know the Suns can't deal with them. I believe the shoulder injury of CP3 will keep him from making an impact because the Nuggets have three point guards who are going to constantly go at him. The Nuggets will look to get back to the West Finals, and I think the addition of Gordon will be pivotal in this series because I think he is going to have the assignment of Garden Devin Booker. The Nuggets did not get Gordon for his offense. It was for his defense and rebounding. Nikola Jokic is going to have a field day every time Aiton is guarding him. The Joker averaged eight assists this year. So that's evidence that he is a willing passer. But he also punishes guys down low and puts them into foul trouble. Ask Yusuf Nurkic about that. I do think not having Jamal Murray will hurt the Nuggets, but not in this round. CP3 deserves to make it to NBA Finals. But he has just been unlucky with injuries in the playoffs. My key matchups for this series are Jay Crowder giving Michael Porter Jr. fits with trash talking and being aggressive. And my other key matchup is Booker and Gordon. In the last series, Booker was guarded by Caruso and Wesley Matthews of the Lakers, guys who don't usually start. So he had his way with them. Gordon has been a starter ever since entering the league, and his size can bother Booker. The only team patiently waiting for their next opponent is the Utah Jazz. Although Mitchell was ruled out for game one versus the Memphis Grizzlies, where his Jazz lost, he was able to play the next four games where he scored no less than 25 points in each win over the Grizzlies. Mitchell is a superstar and was not happy with the medical staff as they did not clear him to play that game one. It just shows a competitor he is. And of course, his teammates love that of him. The only game seven of this first round will happen in the afternoon at the Staples Center. Kawhi and Luka will duke it out. Kawhi, a two-time champ, and a two-time finals MVP knows what it takes to advance in elimination games. In game six, Kawhi noticed a matchup he liked 
and took advantage. He knows Luka can't guard him, so he kept going at him. The 45-point performance tied Kawhi's career high in the postseason. If the Mavs want to move on to the next round, Luka is going to need to be more decisive. He had way too many turnovers. And I can guarantee if Kristaps Porzingis doesn't score double-digit points, the Mavs will be going home. KP is not playing in the paint at all. He is just dependent on threes and long twos. Paul George has had back-to-back 2010 games. If he can generate those numbers, the Clippers will have a great shot to advance. I do believe the Clippers will win because Ty Lue has made adjustments by keeping Beverly and Rondo off the floor. With them on the floor, that equals easy buckets for Luka because they simply are too small. In order to tire Luka out, you have to make him work defensively. Reggie Jackson is able to hit outside shots and can facilitate. He scored a meaningful 25 points in Game 6 and now has confidence going into Game 7.